Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Monday evening here with an episode that we have gotten more than a handful of requests on. I have my wife uh, on the mic tonight to bring her in to answer the question of what it is like to be married to a fitness entrepreneur, you know, a fitness person, small business owner, however, you know, we've worded it and, and gotten it from you guys as requested. I'm going to take a play off of my homie BJ Gadur here because he did a similar uh, episode with his wife. And uh, there'll be some parallels here, but obviously uh, some huge significant differences. So I think you guys will get a lot of this. So without further delay, Heather, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's uh, it's like pulling teeth to get her on the podcast, you guys, but we have her back finally. And so for you guys who aren't familiar or maybe didn't listen to her original uh, 21 Questions Q&A podcast, we brought her on in probably a year ago. If you'd like to share the real quick origin story of, of how we met way back in the day, or at least parts of it, and then I'll pick up from there. Sure. Uh, so we met in Scottsdale, Arizona, in Old Town. I think it was, what, over 10 years ago now? We became Facebook, we became Facebook friends 11 years ago. <laughs> so if it's not on Facebook, it's not official. That's how yeah. old we are. Before Instagram, mm-hmm. we met. Uh, so yeah, I think like 11 years right now. Yeah, so we, I was having a girls' night. I had just moved back. I had an internship here my junior year of college and got a job offer, offer right after I graduated college from Washington State. Go Cougs. And um, they offered me a job, and I, I moved back out here and had a girls' night with my roommates. And Jeremy was at the same dive bar dos gringos which is now now closed which is sad with his roommates and um my my friend decided to throw ice at jeremy's back because i had mentioned that he was kind of cute clearly the most attractive guy (laughs) in the bar obviously but i didn't want to talk to him i was kind of over guys you know from college after bad experiences so um he turned around and started talking to us and that's kind of it we he bought me a beer and i didn't think i'd see him again but he ended up calling me that following week and we went out on our first date i I, apparently i was the first girl he met in arizona so yeah i had been here for like maybe a week and i remember i remember this because i'm dead broke at the time and i'm like i meet you and you're like oh what are you doing i'm like well i don't have a job uh, for one, and you're like, I'll buy you a beer, and you're the first girl I ever bought a beer for. Because like in college, you don't do that really, especially like when you go to college in the Midwest and you're an athlete. It's just not not part of the game, and I didn't have any money then either. Uh, and I remember like I bought a beer for you and for me, and it was like ten bucks, and I was like, I had that holy shit moment. I'm like, well, I, I can't keep doing this without a job because I'm not going to have much money. But long story short, yeah, we do that. We date for what maybe like a year or so. Yeah. And then moved into my beautiful bachelor pad that I had, which is amazing. Bought a dog. Shortly after that, right? Yeah. About a year, year or so, and now we're married, and, and here we sit today. So I won't bore you guys with all the details uh, from now till then. What I will fast forward to is the question that you guys ask, you know, what it's like um, for us to balance, you know, me doing what I do for a living, her having a corporate job that, you know, is at a higher level and travels. Um, but specifically to get down to the point of, you know, for me, like how did you feel when I came home one day and I said, I'm going to quit my corporate job, which I don't like, and I suck it anyway, and I'm going to do this fitness thing full-time. Because I was doing a ton of fitness stuff around the space, but not enough to generate money to have a life. And this is like 2000, probably nine. So how do you feel? I walk in the door and I'm like, hey, I'm just going to quit the only thing making me money, and I'm going to do fitness. 
I was terrified. <laughs> I didn't know really what was going to happen. and But I believed in you. I definitely saw something in you. I was like, this guy's crazy for one and weird, but I know he has a crazy work ethic and I think he'll just be able to figure it out and it might take a lot of time and sacrifice. Um, thankfully, I had just got a promotion around that time, so I felt a little bit better about the situation. Sugar mama, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was super scary and I was really nervous and it was hard for me to talk about it with my family. It was hard for me to talk about it with my friends because they didn't understand what you were trying to do. And they were like, why would he quit his corporate job to start a fitness business? Well, two, two things, like on a scale <laughs> of one to 10, like how nervous are you? Like 10 being the most nervous you can be and one being like, oh, He's a rock star, it's gonna work out. I mean, we were so young at the time, we didn't have a lot of responsibility. We, You owned the condo, but I mean, it was it was cheap. Yes, you got I got a great a, deal got a smoke, on it. Got the smoking deal, yes. So it's not like we had all these huge payments, um, which helped a lot alleviate some of the stress. But I was, I was, it was awkward for a really long time. Well, and to paint a picture for, for you guys. For years, really. Well, for you guys listening, to understand this like there is no and a lot of you have met me through probably Instagram or men's health this is well before that this is before that was even on the radar and before you know Instagram even exists and in YouTube at scale is not what it is for us fitness pros today I remember and I tell a story a lot when I started a Facebook business page how many people would talk shit about me like I was a complete loser yeah. for doing that and I get a lot of flack for it so to say like it's it's weird probably for you to listen to today for you guys who are younger or have just gotten into the space but it, this was not a thing and if you think about it in terms of like long-term context how many retired fitness professionals do you know like that's not a thing you hear right mm -hmm. like we are going to be probably like the, one of the first generation of people to do that so when you do have to explain it to your friends and your family they do think like you're, you're fucking insane for lack of a better word i remember like my dad didn't say that to me because like my parents have you know for what they ever, you know, have or haven't given me, like they would never tell me I can't do something. But like he would tell my sister, my sister can't keep a secret worth of shit. So my sister would be like, "Yeah, dad thinks you're an idiot uh, for quitting your safe corporate job." With like, you know, how we grew up, you know, very conservative with benefits and retirement and all these things. <laughs> and uh, it just—it's funny saying it now because it was, it's so. I always figured this. Like I didn't. First of all, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I had no business quitting my job and doing this. I didn't have the connections. I didn't have the education. I didn't have the resources. I really. I really was just taking a, a, a blind, you know, jump into the water, which is not the best. I would never suggest you guys do it the same. I go, but the one thing I will say is I was 20, was I 26, 26 at the time, I think 26, 27, right? 26. Mm -hmm. I took, I punted everything and I figured, well, this is just a normal shitty job I don't like. That's not paying me crazy amounts of money. And I figure if I do this and I suck completely, I can always swallow my pride and go back and work at some other crappy job. I always use enterprise as the example. Uh, but I could always do something like that and just work a normal entry-level job and go from there. But um, it's worked out so far. I'm pretty sure my family was like, do you really want to be with this guy? <laughs> he doesn't have a job. He's trying to start this fitness business. But it worked out, and they're, they're proud of you. All and, your hard work paid off. And so for you, like, did you really, and again, I had no clue, but did you really know what you were getting into? Like when I said that, no. obviously looking at it in the scope of a decade plus later, did you have any idea what it was going to be? 
No, not at all, because I had no one to compare it to or relate to. I kept a lot inside or just between us, which was really hard. And obviously we would argue at times and it put a lot of stress on our relationship at a really young age. But at the same time, it's really challenged us and forced us to grow as a couple and learn so much about each other and how to get through things and I'm so grateful looking back on how we've overcome those challenges as a couple and learned a lot along the way Um, but no it was really hard that first year when you rented the warehouse space and you would come home and I'd be like on my computer because I work from home and I'd be like, how many people showed up today for the group, you know, the 9 a.m. group session? And, and then you'd be like one or two or like zero on certain time slots. And I just try to be positive. But deep down, I was like freaking out inside. <laughs> well, I'll say two, two things. One, one person is a victory. It's better than zero people. That would keep my positivity going at least. And like three of them were like my people who work with at my company well, for yeah. a while. I don't, <laughs> my I don't friends. Wanna, I don't want to get lost <laughs> here, but I will say three things. One, any small business that starts, it's going to start with the people you know. It, it just has to. I don't care what it is. You need the support of like, it, I, I don't know if you call it like pity or, or like mercy or they just like, they don't want you to suck so bad that they'll just show up and do it. Or maybe they really do believe in you. I don't know what it was, but like the first like four groups of, of four, the group of four people we had was like my wife, uh, this girl, Kelsey Galt, uh, Monica Ackerman, uh, Cherie Van Patten. Um, those are all Marriott people, by the way. I and work like, for Marriott. And that's so. <laughs> that's who my wife works for. So she basically dragged these guys to come there. I had one other real person, my first real group person, Dreen Carlson, who still comes into this day. Ten oh, like years a, later, it's, still it's, with it's, us. It's amazing. And uh, that was my first group. And I would train them at Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m., which that time slot still exists for us. But it was in about a 400-square-foot small space. And we, they had to bring their own mats and their own dumbbells because I was broke and I had no money for equipment or nothing. And that's kind of how it started. On the same note with that, when I would come home and she would ask me that, I was only working like the, my groups, which I had like, I, I had groups, but I had nobody in the group. So basically it was just me just sitting there praying people would show up. And like on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I didn't have anything super early training wise because I really had no clients. I was making no money. I was a loser. And uh, I remember like waking up and just having like anxiety like I wanted to like, oh, I could just sit in bed and chill, but I'm, I would always be up early, but I didn't even know what to do. You ever, if you guys ever have that feeling like you're awake and you know you should be doing something, I had no clue even what I should do. And that was probably one of the tougher things. For you, I'll ask the question, uh, the biggest struggle being with me early on, whether it be work schedule, and you can touch on all these if you want, work schedule, eating schedule, training, anywhere in between like what the biggest thing was I guess back then I mean I think it's a combination but number one it would definitely be the hours that you had to put in because and I I understood like you're building a brand you're building a business that's gonna you're gonna have to sacrifice a lot of things but it was so hard because I am a social person and I like to plan a lot of fun activities on the weekends with friends and you know, travel to see my family or go on vacations. And we definitely, you had to say no to a lot of it. And I would go and show up to things by myself or I'd travel out for the holidays with my family by myself. And he would have to stay back um, and work 
and obviously save money. And it was really difficult for me to explain to people and it caused some issues, but we worked through it. And now, I mean, you have so much more flexibility and it's paid off, but it's taken years to get to that point. And we still made time for our, like to do things together and you have to, otherwise it just, it's not gonna work. Um, and we'll touch on that later, like what, what we do now, cause we still are super crazy busy. For sure. Um, but then also you, at the same time, you're trying to build this brand and it's all about you and with, you know, Facebook in the beginning and then Instagram later on, it was, you were doing a lot of fitness modeling and doing different segments for, you know, magazines and various brands and you had to be in elite condition basically all the time and you were eating so strict and you just weren't a lot of fun at times and really and it caused issues me no um i'll share a story i remember like going to your birthday um at this place called carnary dropout and i had a i was so i would compete back in the day like when you're the way i came up in fitness you guys it was not the same as it was today and this is the route that i took like i looked a certain way and for what it's worth, people think you're super smart if you look a certain way, which is not true. Um, I added the smarts later on, hopefully. Um, but that's what I would do. So I would, you know, I mean, I'm trying. So I would do all the stuff I could, like for muscle and fitness or men's health or whatever it was. And then we would compete. And I had a sponsorship deal where uh, they would pay, you know, for you to compete and do different things. And then obviously, as you become, you know, more what I like to call fake famous in the fitness world, you, you, you make more money for you know, the bigger the reach you can have, similar to what it's like now. And I was competing in it. I remember it was one of the bigger, like towards the end of me competing, it's your birthday, this place called Carnary Dropout, and everybody's there drinking booze and having fun. And I remember like I had to compete in like, like the next Friday or something. And I remember I'm just eating like, it was good. It was like salmon and whatever, but I'm just like drinking water and eating salmon. It was horrible. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, this sucks And like shit, none man. of my friends understood it. Um, I mean, a couple of your friends that, were are in fitness like the fitness people they get it, yeah. i mean i guess those like dave and ben are the only guys that i could talk to that i could like can understand could share my, because you give up a lot you know to do it and it's hard and i and i understand that like you look at it like it's and I, your employees like kelly and monica throughout the years for sure it's, yeah. it's hard to be and again that's why i would tell anybody if you're going to do something like if you want to get really lean for once in your life just try it so you can see how, how miserable it is and i'm not talking just like have abs i'm talking like you know shredded glutes like to the point of like where you're the most ripped human alive because you feel like a piece of shit and, and the people around you pay a price i think i do it really well you know mm-hmm. in, our, in our reality but even with that said how i do it really well like you still get hangry you still get tired you're not fun to be around it really is a burden on everybody else and I, and I know you felt that for sure at multiple times. Um, it, biggest sacrifice would that would that be it? Just the scheduling stuff. Yeah, but, I think you just having to be so strict, and you're definitely a workaholic. Um, so I always have to pull you away at times. But at the same time, I understand that you know we still are young in our thirties, and it is going to take a lot of time and effort and hard work to really get to where you want to be later in life. And I understood that at a really young age that it's going to, it's going to pay off. There's going to be bigger opportunities. It's just like, we have to suck it up now and 
And it did. It's like continues to pay off year after year. And well, now our life is awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> like if, if, like I remember, and I, and I hate to say this, like I remember, like I was again. We don't. Neither of us come from money. Like I. We had nothing when we first moved out like to Arizona. N- negative <laughs> negative net worth. Like I had. I had a care credit loan for LASIK. I had a student loan still. So that's it. Like Car payment. Like, we had no money. And I remember, like, one of my good buddies from college was getting married in Jamaica. And, like, yeah. the bill is, like, just to go there for me, not even, like, Heather included, is, like, five times, like, whatever I could acquire. And I'm, like, I had to say no to shit like that. Because I'm, like, if I do these things. And, again, I've, I've made up for it by visiting them. And now I can spend money and do a bunch of cool shit. But I had to give up that stuff to do this. Because, like, when you don't have anything and, you know, I didn't know Jeremy Scott Fitness would be this. I would have called it something else. I, I'm not a, a – I, I just – I'm yeah. not that person. I know people think that. Oh, and they would talk but like, crap about, like, why would you name it that? Like, because, your website and your T-shirts. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> it was embarrassing. I didn't know it was going to be this. <laughs> I, well, here's the thing, though. Like, what was I supposed to do? Like, if all I'm doing up front is, like, I'm the only one training people – and I'm the face of it, and all these things are like based on how I look. I'm like, well, I literally just here, guys. Here's the truth. I literally just made this shit up one day. Like I just, and I, people ask me like, what's your goal? And I, ha- we have obviously metrics and goals and P and L sheets and things for our business, and and we as a couple have goals we want to do. But literally, people go, what is your goal? And I'm like, I just don't want to hate my Wednesday. And when I did this, I'm like, I'll just call it Jeremy Scott Fitness because I'm like, I didn't think this would happen. I just thought hopefully I can live a life. That doesn't suck shit every day, and I just like it. And if I can make what I was making at my corporate job or at least enough money to survive and I'm having fun, I'm going to be okay with that. And I did have to give up a lot of stuff to, to things and I, so I couldn't And so did go I, to. because I was with you. And I think it's, I think a, a big part of it is you have to, if you are with somebody that is trying to start their own business or they've had a business for a long time, it's like you have to be there for each other and understand where each of you are coming from and listen to each other's needs because I mean there was points where I was really down or I would struggle with the whole situation and I felt like I had no one to talk to and it was like a really lonely time but as I was able to to share more with you know our employees as it grew and some of our good friends and and family members once they started to understand it, it was easier. But in the very beginning, it was very hard. So. And I think for you guys listening, that's probably the one thing. Like if you're going to – if you have a passion project, a side hustle, if you want to start a new career or, or a different business to that matter, you're going to have to pay the price up front. And people are going to judge you and you have to – and I struggle with – I still struggle with it. People caring too much what people think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go to that. Give me do this okay. first. God, I love that. Okay. Um, how I guess how is our life, you know, is there a bigger difference now between now and back then? Like for the last, let's say, five, last five years alone, is there a big shift you've seen at all? Or is it about the same to you? And I'll As sure, far as what? Just like our schedule, our life, what we can do, where we can go, how we, we can We definitely have more flexibility and more financial freedom for sure, which helps a lot. We have, even though we've taken on more responsibility, we have more freedom to kind of obviously have a job that I have to work full time but you can kind of say no to things now and be really selective on what you I say no to, to like do. I say no to almost like everything. as far as like opportunities from brands or yes. you know sponsorships or you know from social media or in-person meetings and 
um, things like that. But I think now I, I just, the amount of people we've been able to impact, like especially on with the online coaching business, that has blown up and I am so proud of how many people that we are able, Jeremy and his team, and I try to be a part of it as much as I can because I have my job. Um, but you are though, like that's, that, I would say like that's the biggest difference is that you are like an active part and of I it now. get so much more fulfillment from trying to help other people and I want to share more of my own struggles and challenges and if I can identify with anybody that has, you know, a corporate tra- corporate job or if you travel or, you know, just you want to be healthy and I definitely understand where you're coming from, but I know we're getting off topic. So no, a lot not. has changed for sure. For, sure. for the better. <laughs> for the better. It's, I mean, I'm so blessed with the life that we have and we've worked really hard to get to where we are today and... It's taken a long time and we've had to be so patient. And I think that's the biggest thing. You have to be so patient and so consistent um, and things will work, continue to work out. I mean, there's gonna be highs and lows with anything in life, but you just gotta work through it and keep your vision just focused. And I'm the model of patience, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. I'm not patient, but he's really helped me <laughs> with that. You're getting better. Mm-hmm. You just don't have a choice. Like, I'm just too stubborn. There's certain things, like, at our house, like, there's arguments I'm willing to lose, but there's certain things I'll die for, man, and I just won't budge at all. And I know that has to be frustrating as hell, but... I think, too, the biggest thing, like, we, even with the business growing and the more opportunities we get, um, we've kept our life really simple as far as, like, we haven't overextended ourselves. We really have kept our... Res- we haven't lived a really fancy life. You'll see us traveling and things, but obviously I get some great benefits with that. Um, we always get hooked up, so it, it always yeah. works well for us. I'll say this. We do live very simply, but like, and I don't want to call you out here, but I mean... I mean, I like nice you wa- you wanted You wanted to do so many things that Early like, on, yeah. if I would have let you do those five years ago, how pissed off would you be I'm today? I'm glad that I didn't rush into certain things now see i'm not a jerk i'm just trying to help us. i know i understand i've matured a lot <laughs> the last year for sure for sure i've really done a lot of self-reflection and figuring out what truly makes me happy and uh real and we'll touch on this but the stress how to deal with stress and the less stress i can have in my life the happier i am and the more fulfilled and better person i can be i can give back to others and be just a better, you know, spouse and daughter and friend and, and you know, co- uh, co-worker and employee, so. I want to mention this too because you touched on it for a second and it, everybody does this too. It's kind of in the comparison world and, and that kind of stuff. Like, I know it still bothers you today, even though it did back then like crazy when people would say, oh, and they would introduce me like, oh, Jeremy is a trainer or it's like he coaches boot camps, like. It would piss you off so yes. much. And, and here's the thing, like, 
I don't give a shit. I, know. I don't care what people say my job title is. It, again, it's, to me, it's not about... Mm-hmm. It is so much more than money and status and whatever. It means nothing to me. Like, fucking zero. And I have to make that crystal clear to you guys. I can't share every private message that I receive and get every day, which there is hundreds. Right. And that is... Again, I have to make money. This is an economical world. But, like, that is why we do this. And that is why I give up so much of my life for because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. And if someone says it to me... I, I laugh inside and I go, it's fine. I just keep it moving because I know deep down. But you, however, it still bothers you. I think because level. I come from the corporate world and it's all about, you know, your title and and people are so quick to judge and people don't even understand, especially the world that we're living in now with the access of technology. And if you have a small business, whether it's fitness industry or some other industry the amount of money you can make but the amount of people's lives you can touch because i mean there's no limit you like we have people doing our 47 day transformation and they live in um canada or they live in colombia every country you know all over the world which has been so amazing and um you know the sky's the limit when you're a business owner it's like you you don't have a cap on your salary. You don't have, I mean, an entrepreneur, you can have multiple revenue streams. It's like you're putting in what you want to get out of it. And, and I think and, that... And you think if they're just calling me a, a, trainer, boot, a boot camp coach, well, they're not, they don't understand. It's <laughs> don't like understand one thing it. if you like didn't own a business and you're just a personal trainer, like I totally get that. But like you're a business owner and you're an entrepreneur and you are a, a coach, a trainer too. But like you have done so much. And I think because I've been there from day one and seen like the blood, sweat and tears and the amount of like hard work and dedication to build it to where it is today. And it's still a small business. Like when people look at it, it's like, you know, you only have a few in-person employees, but then you have five, six people. And then you hire people to help with the social media uh, coaching, online coaching as well. But yeah, I mean, it, I don't know why it still bugs me because maybe that's just how I grew up and like <laughs> more traditional jobs are just like more... It's the title. Yeah. Well, and that's what you hear the phrasing all the time and I don't want to get off topic. People say like, oh, so-and-so does this, they're successful. So-and-so does this, they're successful. And yeah, the success word is up for debate and I clearly define it differently than most people. But I meet a lot of doctors who are super smart. I also meet a lot of doctors who are only smart at one thing. And like to me, success is not on the title or not on the money you make. There's a lot of factors that go into it. And that's why it doesn't bug me. And the one thing I, I do say all the time when someone says, oh, my cousin does what you do. And mm, I, really I, I, I let it go for the fact that I'm like, well, it's like if, if you're a cook, you know, you're a chef or whatever it is. Like Bobby Flay, I guess, is a cook. And so is the guy at Waffle House. But they're not the same. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I look at it. I remember like not to get off topic again, but I remember like in terms of training the physical body and you can never say this to people either because it really does demean them I remember like dave and i and, and my buddy dave Drees, who just sold his gym dave's in great shape looks amazing him and i would train together all the time and when we were younger it was like it's, it's vanity based like you're a young guy you want to look good you want you know chicks to love you and dudes to think you're great it's just this weird thing when you're like 25 years old and i remember guys would comment and be like oh yeah i used to look like you and like that is like the biggest spit in the face to like all the hard work that you've ever done for everything. And just know like when you guys say things like that to people and like, oh, so-and-so does exactly what you do. Like we don't know what other people do. Like we are no one to gauge that. But again, it does not bother me, the title mm-hmm. thing. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, like you have to know when you start a small business or what you're doing, like the work that you're doing has to matter more than 
what people think and the title and the prestige. I know a lot of people say it doesn't bother them, but almost every person I meet, it does. And if you can get to a place where you can let that shit go, things get really good really quick because you know internally the work that you're doing matters at a scope bigger than even status and fame and money. And the crazy thing is, is when you're doing it yourself, you probably are making more money and doing better anyway. That's just a side note. For the next question uh, that we get a lot. Once that started happening, then I just started to care less. Well, because you know the truth. And it's like, we don't know. Like, there's a lot of people that look like they're winning and they're not winning. And I'm like, to me, me, it's like, are you happy? That's the question we should be asking. That's what success is, is how happy you are in your life. And And do we ever ask that of people? Mm -hmm. No. Are you happy every day? I think that's the game. But to dig into the question we get a lot, how, how do we eat? At our house, like whether it's, I'll let you go and I'll just pick up the pieces. I mean, I feel like we eat pretty similar. Like you're very strict with your intermittent fasting as far as like you pretty much stick to the same windows of eating. I, I'm more flexible. Um, I really try to listen to my body and depending on how active I am, if I have a super active day, obviously I'm going to eat more than a non-active day. But I do typically do an intermittent fasting window, um, but I, I'm not super strict on it. Uh, but we, I mean, we eat a lot of protein, obviously, and produce. And <laughs> That's like 99%. I mean... And then like for carbohydrates, just low sugar, like carbs that, you know, if it's sweet potatoes or if it's, you know, berries. Um, oatmeal. Oatmeal. Uh, but a lot of high fat, so, you know, nut butters and um, avocado, things like that. Um, and I go to the grocery store like every day. We go all the time because him and I are very similar. If we have a lot of like snacky type foods in our house, in the pantry, then like we'll just keep snacking on it all day and it'll be gone and we just have a hard time with self-control. <laughs> Yes, we don't have So any. we have to try, like, if we buy treats, it, like, typically it's in, like, one container. Single serving. Single always. serving or, like, a couple, you know, couple cookies instead of, like, a big dozen pack of cookies or one slice of cake versus a full cake. Things like that is really, has really helped us over the years. We just don't keep crap in the house. We can't. Mm-hmm. We know each other too well. Like, I won't sabotage her by bringing stuff in the house and vice versa. I always have to have dark chocolate. I love dark chocolate it's like helps me so much so i always have that in the freezer um we have like ice cream healthy ice cream which honestly i never even crave regular ice cream because it really just helps curb my sweet tooth halo top enlightened enlightened. yeah if you guys don't try those it's there they've been game changers for us because i remember like way back i mean probably like what four years ago we would go to like to do like frozen yogurt yeah, or something like like on the weekends or something. But like I'm very sensitive to dairy, so I always feel sick after it. So it's just not worth it for me anymore. Every now and then, but I'll have a little bit of cheese here and there. But I just can't process a lot of dairy. So. And usually, like how we do meals wise, like usually I'll eat meal one by myself, just because that's kind of how my work schedule is. And we'll do dinner most of the time together. Mm-hmm. I typically grill. Yeah. And then she does the veggies. I do veggies and sometimes we'll, I mean, you'll come home a lot around lunchtime. So sometimes I wait and do a later lunch when you come home, if I'm home, um, so we can have some conversation, which really helps because we're both so busy and any time that we can just sit and hang out for like 
30 minutes is good quality time. Um, yeah. Because sometimes I get home late. Like uh, on two nights a week, I get home super late. So it's like that day is just we we punt the whole day. Yeah, and then I guess like for me with traveling for work, um, I really try to stick to just eating healthy. I'm surrounded by really good food and beverage. <laughs> um, it's all free. It's always it's paid always for. You know, I have a corporate card. I'm entertaining clients a lot, or you know, we have team meetings and. The hotels that I represent just will spoil us like crazy and it's really fun but like over the years I just got so fed up I got to the point where I'm like I can't say yes every time and give in because it's just I'm not gonna be happy I'm gonna be really unhealthy and it's still a struggle for me and I and I'll I'll taste things like if it's something I really want to try then I will I just have to be really good about portion control um, or I just say no and like with the drinks, there's always receptions and things like that. And I just have gotten a lot better, especially this past year, about not doing it and not drinking. Um, you still use my fitness pal? I do use my fitness pal. I track macros like loosely, but I like to have an idea of kind of where I'm at because for me, it's like I can, <laughs> I can overeat. Like I, it's just helpful for me you could um, be a fat kid for sure i could we're both for fat sure. kids deep down yeah yeah like i can put down a lot of food so it's a gift yeah um what else was i trying to say well i'll ask you this because like the biggest shift is you drink way less the last yeah six months probably than you did ever in your whole life and why make the shift um i just it wasn't serving me anymore obviously like not just for my physical appearance, but the inside. I'm like, oh, I just kind of was like not happy with myself internally. And I was suffering from some hormonal issues too. And my thyroid was low and I wasn't, I didn't know how to manage stress. So it was kind of like a combination of things. And I, if you know the symptoms of low thyroid, you can feel really depressed and down and fatigued and just not like yourself. And so I was like, okay, I have to change this and change my habits. And I had to take a look at myself and figure out, okay, well, what's not serving me? What's been a bad habit that I can break? And um, that was one of them. So I try to just pick and choose when it's worth it for me like if we're having a barbecue at our house or if it's like a special occasion or a vacation because there's always so much happening like there's there's always going to be a party an event you know a work reception or a um, family get together or something like that and so you just I just got to the point where I'm like I can't keep always indulging because it's not making me happy and it's not who I want to be anymore and I think I just finally grew up at 33 so well no I mean two, two things I'll say one you use it as like a coping mechanism for stress which almost every adult does when they if they're really being honest like well yeah I like wine so it was like oh I gotta have wine because I'm so stressed out about you know that the day and I just found myself getting into bad habits I'm like I don't want to be like doing this so and it just didn't make me feel good you know and um so that was a huge change for sure well yeah i mean i think a lot of people they, they turn to it as a thing but it really it it just digs the hole deeper 
in our reality. Like if you just keep boozing and boozing and boozing, and it, you really just get into a. It's like anything you can fall into in a good habit or a bad habit, almost instantaneously. Right. So to the question they ask, like who stresses more, you or me? I stress. I've always been. And it's not even close. Like people. an intense person. And so I'm really trying to work on that and being more, like I can be really chill and relaxed, but um, little things can set me off and it's hard for me to get out of that head, that mindset. So uh, one thing I've really been sticking with, I guess now for probably like five months straight is meditation. And that has been a game changer. And I've been doing that every morning consistently even if it's like five minutes I take the time to and you can do it in your own way there's so many different ways to meditate but it's helped me just really focus on one day at a time what do I need to accomplish today Um, how do I want to feel how do I want to be as a person to you know the people I interact with today and whether that be with Jeremy or um, with work or friends or whatever and just being positive and grateful and reminding myself like, wow, like I'm so blessed. I have such a great life and, you know, just keep focusing on everything that's great. And when little things happen, like they really don't matter unless it's like, I mean, there's going to be things that happen in life that, you know, are going to bring you down, but you just got to keep making the effort to better yourself and um, that's one area that I've really been focusing on. Well, yeah, and I think people from the outside think like I would be, I would be the more aggressive person, and the meaner one of the oh two. Oh my gosh! And no, I, I am not. My you wife is like my wife is so aggressive. I have like me. a level that I mean, a lot of people She's that meet me don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> but my family knows, and like close friends. But there's like a side of me that I'm a Scorpio, so I have that crazy side. <laughs> I'm gonna tell a story. Her parents used to put a lock on the outside of her yeah, door as a kid. Yeah, I was like... They would lock her in... Let me, let me say this to you. They would lock her in the room. So they would sister. put a lock on the outside of her room to, like, bolt lock her in. And I would, like, put my fingers under the door and I'd be like, let me out, let me out. And I'd just have tantrums all the time. And my mom probably was like, I don't know how to control this girl, so I'm going to, like, lock her in a room. But, yeah, I was, I'm the middle child. I had two sisters, and obviously they didn't have the locks on their doors, so something was kind of wrong. Know, I didn't know all this. So if you guys out there are dating a girl, <laughs> ask these questions. You, you See, you don't know these things. Even I waited a long time, and still, you don't but, know what you're walking into. You know, now I'm like, that's what's made me successful in life, is being a spunky spitfire and just... You're still aggressive, bro. There's some things you do here that just... Yeah. My wife's... Vicious sometimes. And I think people would think that would be me. Like, well, Jeremy, the way he talks and looks, whatever. I'm like, I really don't stress about you stuff. You don't act like you're perfect. You're no, not perfect. But, like, I don't, like, the, there's, like, two or three no, things you can very, say that, like, set me off. You're very like, calm and very patient and just very, just, like, nothing. doesn't matter. It really stresses you out. And I'm like, gosh, I wish I was like that. <laughs> because it's not that big a deal. Like, when you think about it, like, it's just so comical, all this shit. Like, you have to, like, laugh about it, honestly. Like, all the dumb shit that we've been through and that happens, like, yeah, it might suck in a minute, but it's like, it always makes for a good story later on. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll say this, too, to go back to the point, and then we'll move on to this before we let you guys go. With you and, like, your stressing and the, the social drinking and, like, doing all these things, it's because, like, you're a people pleaser. Or you were oh, to yeah. a scale. And I'll say this. I'm not as social as she is, you guys. Obviously, if you anybody who's met me, you know that. Like, I like to do what I like to do. And, and that was hard on 
our marriage for a while. Yeah, there's a there's a certain and here's the difference. Like, I, there's give and take. Like, my wife is crazy. You are, in <laughs> a certain extent, because you'd be like, Jeremy, you you got to go to all these things. And like, all of a sudden, I started noticing like I'm working a hundred yeah. hours a week, and I'm going to you guys listen to me. I'm going to everything, and none of these other dudes are going to everything, well, that, and they're not listening. Don't interrupt me now. Like, <laughs> they're not, oh. like like they're not they're not. I'm doing way more than everybody else. And I give you credit for that. Because you wanted to make everybody happy all the right. time. And even at a young age, I'm like, Heather, what you're doing is not sustainable. I know. And it you was exhausting us both. And it wasn't making you happy, though. Because and, and finally, now you're at a point where you're like... I say no to things. And you I, have to. And I, I just got to the point where I'm like... Well, when I was younger, younger, I wasn't a people pleaser. That's not my personality. But then it was like... I think in like middle school or maybe like high for sure high school it's like I started to shift into that personality type and um and say yes to everything yeah no and I just felt like I didn't want to miss out and I just but now it's like I really focus on what makes me happy what adds value to our life and and I want you to want to go to things and you do and you do tell me like the things that just won't work out and it, it, I feel it, like it, I mean there's certain things where it's like no, you have to come to this, and, and you will. I'm not a villain here. Like, I listen to me. I don't like country music. And I you'll can come I, to I, the I can name concerts. you so many country concerts you guys have been to of people. Like, and you, I appreciate it because yes. it's something I love. So I'm not crazy. I go, but you would want to do everything. Quit calling me crazy though. Like you're crazy. No, on a whole I, different level. Hundred percent. It's like we're just we're crazy in our own way. Though. Yeah. But it's like I want to make everybody we happy. We have to respect each other and each other's time. And you work a lot, and it was like. I get it now. It's I was overextending us, and it it's just not good on a relationship, and then it's not good healthy. It's not healthy for anybody. So, and I think you stress way less now. You do because of that. And for me personally, people are like, well, how don't you stress a lot? I'm like, as I don't do a lot of stuff, I don't want to do, and, and I'm not willing to exhaust myself. Especially because like you both work full time, we work out consistently. Like you're exhausted. Like on a Friday night, I'm like. I just want to stay home and watch Dateline now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and, and you grow out of, like, here's the thing. Like, if you're a healthy person, what do most people do socially? It's drinking and food. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that once in a while, but I'm like, I can't go out drinking every Friday and Saturday night and still maintain. You can't be, uh, you're not going to be productive and no. get things done. You don't done. feel good either. And you don't feel good, especially in your 30s, so... Yeah, so we figured that out. <laughs> I mean, it's still a struggle sometimes. <laughs> So to go to that question, how do how do we balance the question they ask is how do we balance us time, like you and me, like and that's still a struggle too. Um, depends on the week. Like last year when I got this promotion, I was like traveling constantly to Southern California for the most part, and it was a different experience for us <laughs> at home. And then you obviously were working crazy hours, so that was really hard on us, but we got through it. Um, we. We just schedule stuff. We schedule a lot of stuff. like Everything. We kind of have to plan out, okay. Let's have a date night here or let's hang out here. Or let's here. just stay home and make dinner this night or um, let's, I mean, the spontaneous things would be like, okay, hey, Jeremy, will you go on a walk with me? Like, let's take the dog on a walk on a random evening night, a week, a week night. It's a little shit that we um, do. Or it's like, okay, I love outdoorsy activities. So I'm like, hey, Jeremy, like. We're going to go paddle boarding or we're going to go hiking. Um, and he's really good about being like, okay, yeah, I'll do that instead of 
I like, and again, I like all that stuff too. I probably have to be pulled away because I'm just in my process all the time and it's who I am. And it's good for us to like get out in nature and just be away from like everything that's going on. And that has been so helpful. So I always plan a lot of like weekend getaways or even if it's a day trip like up to northern Arizona um, or, you know, California. I'm like, hey, I will say this summer we were really good about... Um, obviously we don't want to be here in the summer because it's super hot, but I traveled to California a lot for my job. And so he would come meet me, like he'd fly out on a Friday night and meet me and we'd, I'd extend over the weekend and we'd hang out at the beach all weekend. I'm like, okay, this is great because like we both can benefit from this and it makes it worth it. Um, well, when you're in nice places like Newport Beach Beach, and San Diego, you don't want to come home. I'm all Um, for it. So yeah, like we do that, but like simple things. I'll say this, when I, I do work a lot and it, it consumes, it's my life. I don't know how else to say it. I love what I do and how I do everything that I do, which you guys know a lot of it. You don't get to see huge parts of it either. I go, but when I'm home, I'm home though. Like when I turn all of you guys off and my phone off, my phone is usually in the bathroom and I'm out here. Like when yeah. I'm somewhere, I'm somewhere. He's really present and I have to work on it because, and I've gotten better, but he doesn't use social media to like look at random people or he's just strictly on it for business purposes and we're all get caught up looking at Sucked oh my friends or family is doing this and so it's like yeah definitely I feel like on the weekends we're really good about putting our phones I've gotten better but putting them in a different room and just being where you're at yeah just even if it's just on the couch like just sitting hanging out talking or outside on the patio um I would tell you guys that's probably the biggest thing. Like, and David Jack told me that a long time ago. He was just like, wherever you are, dude, just be there. If you can't be somewhere, be where you're at. Because I think that's the key. Because most people, people talk shit. Oh, Jeremy, you work so much. While well, I'm at home here, I'm like, yeah, but if you're at home playing video games or watching the NFL on your cell phone, are you really be even at home? You'd be better off being at work. When I'm here, and if it's only here for two hours, mm-hmm. I'm actually here talking to you, looking at you for two hours. And to me, that's what matters most is actually being where you're at. And a lot of people aren't good at that. Yeah, and I think like as you get older, you start to realize how fast life goes by and just appreciating one day at a time. And, and again, I'm not saying you guys don't use social. That's how most of you met me. I appreciate it. I go and I'll take a... But limit the time. I'll take a Jerry Levine quote. Like I use it. I'm a drug dealer. Like I use it to give out stuff, but I don't get sucked into it for 26 minutes at a time. Because if I'm with, and again, if I'm bored somewhere, sure, I could do it. But I'm like, if I want to be with my wife or my friends or my family, I actually want to be with them. Not us all sitting in the same. And I've watched this happen, too, with family members who are close and people. I'll come into the room. There's three people sitting on the couch in our house. And they're all staring at their phones two feet from each other. Mm-hmm. And nobody's saying a word for like 15 straight minutes. What is the point of even being around then? Right. That's the way that I look at it. Really quick, let me run through this before we let you guys go. Biggest things that we struggle with now. Not back then, but maybe today. You and me. Anything? Um, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, to be real, it's just like little shit. Like you'll complain, but you're a hypocrite though. Like you'll complain that I like leave clothes on the floor. But then oh, like you, you leave like the bathroom like the messiest thing in the world. I mean, it's, yeah. li- it's little stuff. Like it's just little. I think if you live with somebody... You're very comfortable. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Yeah, and, and we, when you're we have no boundaries here. We just literally just kind of do and say whatever we want. Yeah. Um, 
Short of that, no. Like a lot of the stuff that used to like for, if I'm being real, like used to bug me. You were just impatient, and mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm for. 36, I would say things like I'm 66 or 56 because I, the benefit of this life, you and guys. And I'd be like, stop being my dad. You're like acting like my dad. <laughs> and it's not, of a, it's not of a place of that, but like when you work with people who are older than you, smarter than you, and, and I some, get it now. making good decisions and some of them making bad decisions, I could see things 20 years in the future, 30 years in the future because of listening to true life stories. Because what I do, we get to hear people share what's really going on in their life and the mistakes that they've made and the things they would do differently. And I took that information. I'm like, well, if we make these choices now, we're going to suffer later on. And I think just seeing what's important in life at an earlier age allows you to do something. And early on, you were not as patient and you wanted to rush it. Now you're like, okay, shit, I get it because now I know it makes me happy. And again, when you're young, you don't know that stuff. Most people, when you're in your 20s, you're sometimes making life decisions that you're going to pay for in the wrong way 20 30 years down the line and that's something that we haven't done and everything that we've been patient for has paid off and that was i guess my struggle with you earlier appreciate it more but i think now it's like really taking the time to figure out what how what type of life you want to create together being on the same page communicating and and communicating that and really being truly honest like this is what i want from you and this is the life that i want to work towards and it's gonna take effort and marriage always has challenges and always is going to be hard work but um because i think we always want the same stuff you just wanted it i think we're good about communication like if we argue it's like okay let's just get it out and let's solve the problem and then move on instead of like keep things inside Um, no we if we have an argument it's over right then like i don't if you're like so she'll do this like she likes to communicate in different rooms so she'll turn her back walk (laughs) away three rooms away and try to say some shit or she'll like go close the door and i'm like no i'll kick i would break the door down if i had to like i'm not letting it 10 minutes go by like we're going to find a resolution either you're wrong i'm wrong or we're both wrong or we're both right however you want to look at it and then we'll come to an agreement and we'll just go for it like i'm not going to go to sleep mad I could wake up dead tomorrow. I think What's the point what of that? we struggle with right now is the budget because, I mean, if we even want to get into that, but it's like... We get 10 minutes. We're trying to pay off for... You guys know we're trying we to pay like off for a house. Eight payments left or something, nine <sighs> Between uh, eight to 10 payments total. Depending on... it's This is very aggressive. I'll share, we'll share the whole story of how much it was and, and what it was per month and what we've done. And it's 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 a fun game to play. It's just not fun when you make a bunch of money and you just pay it towards something and you can't do a bunch of fun but shit. the positive is that it's like, it does strengthen your relationship and you have to communicate and it's like... At the highest level. And I can drive them crazy because I'm bad about, you know, plan- mapping out what I need to buy and things like that. But it helps you really be on the same page, like on a whole nother level and work towards your life goals and... I've learned a lot and it's really helped me be patient and appreciate things on like a whole different level, especially having to like use cash a lot and like... Because it's painful. Yeah. When you spend cash versus a credit card. Most people don't understand that. Like it, it creates a you pain get, pathway in your brain. Um, you, you are mindful of what you're doing. So that's been like a huge challenge, but also like a great it will be learning awesome. process. And should we talk about... That is a pain in the ass, now that you mentioned that. 
Because I do a lot of the, I do well, it all. Because it still causes arguments. Yeah, it's because I'll do, but you'll say I want this, and I don't think most people understand a budget is this. If you got ten bucks, and then I'll be like, well, I work, so I can buy whatever yeah, I want. Yeah, well, it's the it's the <laughs> the phrasing I always hear people say is, you deserve it. I deserve it. And again, I'm not to bait you guys how but you spend I'm your money. But now I'm realizing what I truly need and what I can truly wait to get later on. And like the. And if you're 34 years old and you never have a house payment the rest of your life, do you know how big you're winning? And that's mm-hmm. a, the conversations we've had. I will say this when people ask, what's the best thing you've done like for your marriage? Uh, communicating on everything. Don't, never going to sleep angry. I don't think you should ever do that. Just get your shit over with and, and just be done with it so you can... You know, both sleep well, live to fight another day. Even if it's not completely over, you come to some resolution to communicate about sex and money and these things. So people don't talk about this and shit. And you have to. Like, you have to be like, this isn't working or, you know. I need this from you. Yeah. Like, what is you, our. And what's our, missing? What's, like, not working lately? And what is our goal today, tomorrow? And, you know, what do you want to do 25 years from now? And it might not happen. But at least you have some semblance of like what the future you want it to look like. I do think one of the really good things that we did early on in our marriage was, and I know you're going to be like giving credit to you because you brought me to the SMART conference. Well, uh, I'm, I'm a genius. So, so doing personal <laughs> development conferences together I think is huge for your marriage. And I did some on my own and he did some on his own independently and like that's really great. Um and if you actually apply the principles and take action, I mean, it's been a game changer for us. And and sometimes I could say something and she'd look at me like I'm crazy. I and then it. like Chris Hogan can say it or Rachel Cruz can say it. It's like, oh, hey, they just said this. And I'm like, I know. I said yeah. it 76 like times before. Like I have before. to hear it from a professional out. But it is in helpful. In that so space, to I would. I'll, get, I'll, go, I'll give you credit too here. I would. I would take the time to go to these things, invest money, invest my time, spend Saturdays at personal development conferences, learn as much as I could, follow these people, become friends with a lot of them in all reality, and be, and be in these little circles. And then two, I'll give you credit for the fact of yeah, I would go. You know, I would buy a ticket for you. But you would waste a Saturday. I mean, I, I say waste. That's how most people look at it. You'd invest a Saturday sitting there with me learning about retirement. But it was so... Once I got there, I was like, oh my gosh, I learned so much. It totally changed my whole perspective on life and like the goals I have and just really made me dig deep to figure out what do I truly want in my life and how am I going to get there and how are we going to do it together and... Yeah, it was awesome. It's been good. I think if you guys can do that, like things together that make you both a critically think, audit yourselves, have real conversations of like, hey, here's where I'm fucking up. Here's where you are. Here's what we can do better. What do we want to do in the future? Because it's it's easy to wander into debt. It's easy to wander into being overweight. It's easy to wander away from each other and like just get busy in your own lives and not creating a life together. And like, and we're we're all guilty of it because we're all busy as shit nowadays. But I'm like, we try to do a good job, and I communicate with everything. I'm like, hey, here's what we're doing. Here's what I want to do. And what like, it- no one's perfect, and we're never gonna be like perfect. Doesn't exist. And no, like, you just have to. It's like a body. You're always, you know, doing mobility. You're trying to always grow and evolve and you'll never stop. And, and that's just the whole point of life. So, so yeah, I mean, that's most of the questions that you guys asked and and pushed through. We got like about five minutes. We'll do another 
We'll do another one because I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Anything <laughs> Anything you want to add to these guys? If you had some tips for them, like, hey. No? What? Oh, sorry. I didn't know. This was, no, she's, she's already checked out, folks. No, like those like final thoughts. Like, hey, you know, if it's like, here's my two cents would be to you guys. If it's, you know, anything. I think just take time to stop being in a rush on, or stop stop and take a look and really do self-reflection on uh, what makes you happy and who the type of person you want to be and really start putting a plan in place to work towards that because um, once you can do that, things start to really become more clear and... Yeah, I just, I think I'm really big into self-improvement and it's benefited me and just never stop. Just keep, keep trying. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I'll ask I'll tell you guys this. Like, again, we're not experts. We're just two people no, who hang out. But we're best friends and we hang out and we argue and fight. And we get annoyed at each other on vacation the in Hawaii. Every day. There's, there's, there's things she does every day that bother me and, and vice versa. But that's, uh, that's, yeah. but that's how it is. But I would say like communicating with each other on everything though. Not just surface level stuff, but like from, and I mean this, from like the money you guys spend together, uh, the sex you have, the free time you have, what you want your life to look like, you know, your work life, your free time. If you guys, you know, obviously are in a business together, if you, you have two separate careers, if one of you stays at home, if you want to travel now, if you want to travel when you're older, when you want to retire, all these things are conversations I think you should have as soon as possible and they're going to ebb and flow and they're going to shift and change but if you don't have them you have to have deep conversations you're going to be on two different pages i think Mm -hmm. and i think that becomes frustrating and you're going to feel like you're pulling at opposite ends and and the things like we get caught up on like oh it's that quote unquote this stage of our life and we have to have our dream house and we have to do this and this like that shit doesn't exist and i I struggled with it because i would always be like well so and so or my family or blah 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 is doing this and or i feel the pressure from society and now it's like I finally understand, like, that doesn't matter. This is my life. I get to live it how I want to live it. And and we live more of an alternative lifestyle because that's what makes us happy. And we're not doing everything, like, the normal way. But it's changing. Our our generation's changing that for sure. But As long as you guys can be insular from that and understand, like, you know, you guys are Jordan, Scotty, you're Batman and Robin. Like, what everybody else does doesn't matter to you. What they're buying, what they're doing, where they're going, if it's making you feel a certain way or putting anxiety or pressure on you to make decisions or speed things up, like just pay it no mind and literally just have the talk at your house inside of your own. I mean, and that's why I always say like, you know, people worry about the economy and the world. These things, it matters more what you do at your house, you know, than the White House or anybody else's house. And I, and I mean that sincerely. And if you can get to a place where you guys are on the same page and you're confident and you're always talking about everything, like I think shit can get really good really quick. It's going to be hard either way. <laughs> like human nature, we're going to, you know, bother each other. But I think if you guys can communicate on everything, like, and if you truly want to be together, like you'll figure it out and make it work. You just have to put in the time and the effort. And it's worked so far. It's not easy. <laughs> no, it's not. But uh, that's it uh, for today. We'll do another podcast and we'll talk about uh, everything else you guys ask. If you have other requests or things that you want more detail on, uh, obviously you guys don't know I'm happy to share. I'm an open book. I really don't pull any punches. And my wife is getting closer to being the same uh, as well. So uh, if you guys are on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five-star. Leave a comment. I truly would appreciate it. Anything, even a sentence matters. And again, uh, if you think anybody can benefit from this podcast episode specifically, whether it's a small business owner or just people who are you know, married and want to hear my take on it from doing what I do and doing what she does, uh, please pass along because the casket effect you guys have by doing that goes far beyond. 
your reach could ever imagine. But anything else specific you guys want to hear, uh, shoot me a message, uh, hit me up with a request. I'm happy to record it. Heather, thank you. Thank you. For being fine. on. I think people will dig it. And again, <laughs> if you have questions for, for her <laughs> or me, just ask away, you guys, and we'll be happy to answer. So until next time, everybody, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, just keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.